you are now tuned into the Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Syndicated worldwide to bring real, real black radio back to the masses. All right, everybody. One, two, one, two. What's going on? You're now in tune to another session of Syndicated Worldwide Fusebox Radio Broadcast. Your weekly three-hour dose of unadulterated, dope black radio for the masses. Black radio, by our definition, is a mixture of music from the international black diaspora, hip-hop, soul, funk, jazz, reggae, and more, as well as news, commentary, and here and there, um, we sprinkle in some interviews on the mix and commentary, and you got myself, DJ Fusion, on the side, you got my bro, JJ, aka Asar Ra, the Black Hawk, what's going on, bro? How do you do, how do you do, ladies and gentlemen, back to rock it again, of course, spoken with Fusion. Yes, indeed, we just want to let everybody know that we love them. Of course, trying to bring you some good vibes through this broadcast infinity that we do here. And, you know, we really do care. And we just want you to prepare your ears for what we have to say here. What's the deal there, too? No doubt, no doubt. Doing good, doing good. A little tired. A lot of stuff's been... Happening in the Fusebox Radio Labs, as you know, some things that we can tell and some things that we can't. But it's it's all good. Always glad to be here for another week. Um, as I said, since '98, um, whether it's on the FM dial, net radio station, or podcast, um, pretty consistently for all that time, I've been doing the show. 2013 will be 15 years in the mix. Oh. And a significant chunk of my adult life, which is kind of crazy, but. Um, I'm very happy that people dig what we do in um, different ways and um, all of that good stuff. So, yep, ready to get into it. It is, by the time, well, the podcast is, it will be officially be fall of 2012. Bugged out. Like, I know people always say when you get a little older here and there, time seems to fly by. This feels like this year has really flown by on a whole lot of levels. Um, with different ups and downs and things, but um, luckily I think the ups overbalances down, so that is what's good. So, um, old school listeners, we always thank you for um, tuning in, and for those who are new, welcome to the Fusebox Radio Vibe. I'm just going to break down um, real quickly how we do the show. At the beginning, we do our promo spiel, and then we get into um, the commentary and whatnot. And then myself and the Black Hawk go ahead and get into the music mixes of little teeny interruptions. Here and there right. So You know First third You know Us talking Last um, two thirds Us getting into the, the grooves and moves And all that type of thing So right. um, Let's go ahead and get right into the promo And then the commentary You can always check out what's going on With the Fusebox Radio Broadcast family Over at our official website FuseboxRadioOnline.com F-U-S-E-B-O-X-R-A-D-I-O-O-N-L-I-N-E Dot com If you're on your favorite social networks um, We'll eventually I know some people have asked us We'll eventually get an Instagram account I just haven't had a chance to really get it together yet But you know If you're on your Twitter MySpace um, Facebook etc The majority of them In with slash Fusebox Radio So Twitter.com Slash Fusebox Radio MySpace.com Slash Fusebox Radio So forth and so on With Facebook That um, Facebook.com Slash Fusebox Radio Actually goes to my um, Personal page Which feel free to join I don't mind at all If you want to go to the um, Facebook like page It's Facebook.com Slash Fusebox Radio Show 
Our official blog site is BlackRadioIsBack.com And through BlackRadioIsBack.com Besides just posting up the show and other things Here and there via that blog You can also check out all of our wonderful broadcast partners That get the Fusebox Radio broadcast to your ears you Just go to that page And you can go to Fusebox Radio Affiliates and Partners Click on there, you see all the wonderful folks who blast us off to different areas and parts of the world and whatnot. And if you know a radio station that wants to carry us, um, we do have the means to make that happen. Just tell them to go to that page, click, and we got the contact information right there. We're also tied into the folks at PRX. So all of our low-power FM and community station other folks can get to us as well. So that is what is good music artists through our official website fuseboxradioonline.com all of the information about how to submit music for consideration for the radio show is there including mailing address email as well as our soundcloud link and um, mainstream artists to independent artists it doesn't matter we just want to try to put on as much good stuff as we can during our three hour block and lastly um, big up to our folks over at um, ohelnaohnblog.com and PlanetIll, PlanetIll.com for supporting the Fusebox Radio broadcast by not just um, show post-ups and stuff, but also having us be a part of their um, music staff to write reviews and big ups and so forth and so on. So thanks to all the great folks over there. Excuse me. And lastly, we got to do a few quick um, upcoming event announcements and stuff. Um, for our folks who are listening to this um, particular broadcast both uh, myself and the Blackhawk will be at the D.C. Green Festival September 29th and 30th over at the Washington Convention Center. You can go to um, greenfestivals.org slash WDC to find out all the scheduling and stuff for the event. And we're going to be there um, each day from 12 to 1 p.m. throwing on some lovely tunes um, right around the organic food course day. So come through, check us out, check out all of the folks who are going to be there talking, speaking, um, films, um, a lot of dope vendors, the entire nine. It's not strictly an environmental thing. They also got a lot of stuff in regards to social justice and everything as well. For folks who might get scared of the title, it is not some hippie festival or nothing like that. Um, it's just a lot of diverse things for folks, whether you just care about the food that you eat, you know, what's happening in your streets and legislatures and a whole bunch of other stuff, but it's fun. So... Go to the website, check it out. Um, you can still buy advanced tickets. You can buy tickets at the door. It's not really expensive at all. And um, it's right in front of the um, subway. Um, right at the, um, excuse me, convention center. Um, stop on the green or yellow line. So have a good time. I know it's supposed to do a little bit of teeny bit of rain. So you might as well go out a little bit while you're in the rain. And have a good time. So that's what's up. Um, our folks over in the Orlando, Florida area, I will be at TEDx Orlando as one of the presenters for what should be a very, very great program. You can go to TEDxOrlando.com for more information on what's going to be going down with that. And um, there's an event we just locked down in October that's going to be pretty freaking big. But I'm just doing the last bit of um, event confirmations and stuff on that for my folks in um, the D.C. area. So stay tuned for that. And, you know, we got our regular music projects and everything going on to the Fusebox Radio Labs. Is I can honestly say about 90% finally in motion of everything that we need to have. So, you know, people will hear different um, stuff about that as well as time goes along and goes by. And, yeah, man, that's it for our promo spiel. And whatnot. 
And just lastly, with the Fusebox Radio broadcast, let's say you miss it through one of our wonderful broadcast partners. We are available on demand as a podcast or via um, radio streaming. Um, you can subscribe to us via iTunes, Zoom, Flycast FM, TuneIn Radio, <clears throat> excuse me, Stitcher Radio, and plenty more. You can also just go to your favorite search engine of choice, if, whether it's Google, Bing, or whatever. Search for Fusebox Radio Broadcast. We're the only thing that pops up. You'll see our pretty logo. Um, our official sites Places that post us up And all that good stuff So uh, We deeply appreciate you We deeply appreciate everybody Who spreads news about the show One way or the other mm-hmm. Like it's pretty awesome At times to see like yep. How folks Grab on to a, What we do And stuff Whether they're something For a music artist And we play them Or um, They just Somehow stumble onto us It's pretty awesome And we appreciate you So yeah That is it And um, Let's get into a few News stories before going ahead. <clears throat> Excuse me. And rocking and rolling with the fly music mixes of the week. Yep, 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 indeedy. Let me see here. Um, something off the beaten path, which I personally found interesting. Um, there has been a story this past week where uh, people are disputing the find of, um, excuse me, a papyrus scroll. That says that um, through, I guess, one of the versions of the Bible, that Jesus may have had a wife. Now, I am no professional historian. I mean, I major in history, but I'm no professional historian, and I can't, you know, read Aramaic and all that type of stuff. So I can't say something one way or the other. But one thing that makes me kind of scratch my head a bit is. The Vatican immediately came out and said that this um, fragment that, I'm sorry, actually has Coptic text. They were trying to say that um, it's problematic and controversial and most likely a fake. Talking about it was an inept forgery, etc., etc., etc. Now, for me, and this is not an insult to people who follow Catholicism or whatever, but the Vatican isn't exactly the most open and free organization when it comes to knowledge about anything. They libraries ain't wide open for people to see what's good. So for those guys to be all of a sudden like, well, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you're not really helping yourself out. It's so far as... Well, one thing I, I wanted to add to it was that um, most of the stuff in the Bible is not archaeological or historically improved. So... The aspect of whether Jesus had a wife or not is kind of along that tradition. You know, the Bible is more about a a a, 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 a book about morality and other hidden messages that it, that apply to something else that I'm not going to get into right now. Um, but but the aspect of that, I mean, what's interesting is that they said that he didn't have a wife. You know, which which kind of make them feel more justified in what they believe, according to the, the priest not having wine. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, but what in, in essence, kind of like is to help kind of continue to camouflage homosexuality that really goes on. But you know, you know, not that not, you know, not that. In other words, they, a man can be away from a woman and be straight. You know. 
so say the ancients, but the people that gravitate towards them are people who, who don't have that dimension in their, in their nature. So, you know, they, they, they're, they're going to be critical about that aspect of um, the, 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 the white thing. Well, they want to, you know, you know I, I, that wasn't a part of it. You know what I'm saying? We need to keep that up because it needs to have a part of it. And that's, that's the shield that they have for the homosexuality when they say, you know, that they, um, that they, uh, they hide behind them being preached. But, you know, I don't know. I didn't want to get too deep, but, you know. But it's, it's just more or less of just conjecture, people talking back and forth. Kind of keep people's minds really kind of distracted, really. This is kind of more or less a distraction. At the end of the day, Christ is more about individuals. Christ is a part of a long line of individuals that are more about individuals being at peace with themselves. And which, which would mean being at peace with the Creator, which is where they came from. So, you know, that's basically what it's about, not whether they had a they had a wife, you know, so-and-so had a wife or so-and-so had a husband, you know what I'm saying? If they were able to get that in this plane, then that's cool. If mm-hmm. they weren't, then, you know, then then, then, then then that's just how that is, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Now, I can dig that. I mean, one of the things I just thought was interesting with this entire story is, and you touched base on that well, is at the end of the day, whatever you ascribe to as faith is still going to be how you want to see that and interpret that it's just that when you have certain organizations such as the Vatican who still need to get a lot of their own house clean in regards to their stuff trying to talk about immediately that okay because it doesn't follow a doctrine that has been flipped and changed throughout the years it is not me being anti-Catholic it is me being a historian do do some research on the Catholic Church and um, there have been some crooked cats in there no doubt Or whatever That's just a Natural fact Anybody who's seen um, God uh, The name of the series Escapes me right now But um, Showtime had a series On um, Some Some of the cast back During the um, Inquisition times And when I was Jeremy Irons And All of that's based um, A Medici Excuse me Off of um, his Historical type of stuff um, everybody wasn't all clean and pious and pure I mean there are some folks but there's some who weren't And when you have a place like the Vatican That has their own line of government Have their own police Own judges Own prisons And all of that type of stuff Because they have certain stuff they do not want to leak out I don't know how many people might remember A few months back we were talking about the case of the a butler Who leaked financial papers And that dude pretty much disappeared you know You gotta kinda eyeball stuff As being funny At the end of the day People you know Are going to believe What they want to believe And that's fine But the firestorm um, From this text I just thought was Very uh, Very interesting Especially for Those who might look at The bible um, On a purely Literary Historical basis Where a lot of Things were formed And put together And taken apart And stuff um, This could be one Of the early drafts Who knows with how stuff goes so interesting um possible historical find or forgery time will tell yeah and what's interesting just briefly i think one of the first intact full verses of the bible didn't come until i think there was a printing press in europe um at least the, the versions that we are in contact with today and that was hundreds of years after the so-called church was uh, was that came about so you know 
that's just a little fragment. I don't want to get too deep into that, but you know, if it was hundreds of years, that means there's gonna be there's gonna be a little bit of discrepancy on what certain scholars thought certain things should be in there. But anyway, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, this is something I know the both of us can go get go off on all day, but I just want to bring that up just because that has been something that's been very prevalent in our new cycle here um, in the States. Um, next up, speaking of us in the States, um, more people are, there's no real nice way of me saying it, more and more people are showing their ass in regards to this thing with our upcoming presidential election cycle. Um, there's been um, situations in both Ohio and Florida where they're trying to purge a lot of registered voters by trying to say um, things are um, voter fraud. Um, for example, in Ohio, there's uh, members of an Ohio Tea Party group that are taking it upon themselves to individually police voter fraud, launching challenges to a targeted list of voters that includes hundreds of college students, trailer park residents, homeless people, and African Americans in counties that President Barack Obama won in 2008. Um, they sought to remove from the voter rolls at least 2,100 um, voter registrations um, in these 13 counties, nine of which Obama won in 2008. And this is a study by the Los Angeles Times and um, printed by the folks over at the website Think Progress. Now, what gets me is voting is supposed to be a right that everybody has besides in certain states and stuff felons which is a whole other situation where it's like why do those guys get taken away their right to vote but that's a whole other rant slash story and to me what's happening is these are these are very targeted attempts to mess with how people vote like they can't necessarily do a poll tax like back in the day they can't necessarily tell people you got to be able to recite the constitution off top of your dome backwards and forwards you probably have a lot of people want to be able to do that you know what i'm saying of any ethnic background due to our kind of poor educational system here with public education but one of the they're trying to do is beside the um voter id laws is doing you know stuff like that which is pretty bugged out i mean i know the first time i voted was when i was in college the second i was um 18 and we had to have our you know our student id and stuff like that but you're able to register through stuff that way and usually um younger people tend to lean more on what people would call the progressive political side of defense than the other side of defense and when we talk about people targeting the poor because sometimes some people might say it's it's just purely a race thing it's not a race thing who the hell lives in trailer parks the majority of people in trailer parks I mean, I've, I mean, I've had black folks. I've had some relatives who lived in trailer parks in parts of North Carolina and other places before. But we're talking about like parts like Ohio and in the country and stuff. You got a whole bunch of people who are white. They just don't have a certain amount of money. Oh, wow. So it's kind of deep. They're trying to take things away from people who they might feel that, well, you don't have a certain income. You shouldn't, you shouldn't have the right to vote. Oh, wow. So, you know, these, these folks are being real scary behind the scenes. And I think on, um, excuse me, on election day here, it's going to be a trip. Whoever wins, it's going to be a damn trip at the polls. And I hope everybody, you know, had their knowledge together and, you know, the lawyers and other people will be out in full force at these polls. Because somebody's going to try to pull something funny. I'm hoping it's not going to be a situation like back 
<clears throat> excuse me, when I was in school and they had, excuse me, the first um, Bush election. Oh, where I literally was doing the term paper and it was like, okay, um, it looks like John Kerry, you know, might win. They're just counting it down to Florida. I wake up, then they say George Bush won, then later on they're like, they don't know who the hell won. It's like something shady's happening. You know, and this time around, it may not be just through paper ballots, it's through a lot of these uh, electric voting and polling. It's like, who polices that? You know, these are questions we seriously need to think about and ask. And when I was mentioning the situation in Florida, um, the Department of Justice actually was like, look, y'all need to stop this this purge because this looks real, real funny and shady. You haven't even had a chance to really check your list of accuracies. And the uh, mayor there, who happens to be Republican, no, I'm sorry, not the mayor, the governor over there, who happens to be Republican, is like, nah, we're, we're, we're going to go ahead, excuse me, and and do that again. They're trying to wipe down um, 2,600 um, people from their particular list. So people are trying to take away your right to at least choose to vote i mean i know some people decided to want to be a part of the electoral process personally to me if the vote had no power then nobody would be trying to take it away so for me i'm like well screw it i might as well vote you gotta do more than vote to make stuff happen you definitely gotta do more than vote but a vote is a major part otherwise they wouldn't care if every hood in the world voted they wouldn't care if every single poor person voted you know what I'm saying? They wouldn't go through half of this nonsense with, you know, myself living in the D.C. metro area, a literal 24-hour commercial news cycle of everybody and their mama from your local government on up with these damn commercials. Well so, you know, it's it's getting deep. It's getting very, very deep. And I unfortunately think a lot of this is getting deep because however you may feel about um, Obama's administration, we are nowhere near post-racial United States. And there's a lot of folks who are pretty much trying to find every way possible to be like, we don't want to have any other N-words in the White House. Ever again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And while I'm not a big fan of a lot of stuff that has happened with the administration, I'm also like, well, I don't expect a politician to be God and with a magic wand to make everything better in four years either. And there has been some good stuff that has occurred. But when your political party is still trying to pull out that, well, he might not be American. He he might be Muslim, but apparently a smart black guy who played by the rules of a majority white political system wasn't supposed to win. Well, they, they, they weren't supposed to have a, a nuclear family with a wife and, you know, two kids who are all smart and on point. Cause that didn't fit a stereotype. That, that messed with people's heads. It's still messing with people's heads. No doubt. No right now. And it's like, come on, man. This this is a black dude, man. This ain't this ain't a dirty bomb. You know what I'm saying? Get out of here. No doubt. You know, stop, stop being on that nonsense. Talk, talk about real things, not like Negroes. Am I right? I'd rather respect the Republican Party more if they were to tell like, look, we don't like N words here. Could they be real? It would it would actually finally be real. You know what I'm saying? But anyway. Yeah, I just thought those were some interesting stories. That came up. I'm um, speaking of another interesting story that we didn't hear about too much in this country, but has been blowing up a lot of the um, international news scenes. Is that over in Spain, thousands of people took to the streets of Madrid 
um, partially as a part of the still um, continuing um, Occupy movements and whatnot, and they um got all the way to Parliament. And stuff. Um, it was a brief, you know, occupation and process, but it's like still shows that at the end of the day, you know, the the, the power of people still persist. No doubt. And whatnot, and you know, things are real. I mean, you know, not no no nobody nothing got took over as a whole or whatever else, but it still shows that as much they might want to try to silence what has admittedly been a flawed movement. That there is still a movement and people are still pissed at a system as a whole. That's not helping out regular folks and, you know, in my eyes, God bless them and whatnot. And everybody in their own ways from, you know, their local area on up who are trying to fight against something that's trying to drag people down. Um, Next up, a few interesting legal stories. Then I just got a smattering of silly crap that I've gotten so bombarded on my Twitter account and Facebook and stuff I gotta mention. Um, We talked briefly last week, I think, about Russia blocking Monsanto and GMO corn. Saying that they do not want to mess with um, genetically modified um, or GMO genetically modified organism corn because they're worried about um, what could happen to people later on. Um, a story that's interestingly tied into that in terms of people messing with um, genetic sequences and stuff of um, DNA as a whole. Um, the ACLU, the American Civil Liberties Union, along with the Public Patent Foundation, asked the Supreme Court to invalidate. Um, the concept of people even patenting genes. With this particular case, um, those associated with hereditary breast and ovarian cancer, saying that they restrict scientific research and access to medical care. Now, it's already messed up in my personal opinion that people would even think of patenting what's in nature. No, no to mess around with things in nature particularly when some people get into this type of thing like let's say somebody finds a cure this one company has a hold of a cure so they can charge whatever the hell they want and do other types of crazy stuff which pretty much means for the majority of people who may really need that help they ain't gonna get it because it's gonna be an expensive designer drug and then you don't want to necessarily have people getting into legal spats where it's like okay we're 75% towards a cure but this other companies, you know, being kind of jackasses, they're gonna give us access to the twenty five percent that they have. Well, no. And then you know, DNA, like who is like let's let let's patent DNA. That's kind of a sick mind to me. I don't care what your um, spiritual background is to me. Well, no. So I think it's pretty cool these guys are going ahead and doing this, and um, I hope it comes to some good. Um, next up on the legal end, we've talked on and off about the mega upload case and whatnot, and it just has gotten to a hellstorm of real interesting during this past week. Basically, um, the owner of um, Mega Upload, who um, ended up renaming himself Kim.com, um, has and his legal team have shown that New Zealand, um, the state where he got um, caught up in and everything, I'm sorry, the country he got caught up in and whatnot um that new zealand actually had to have their prime minister apologize to him because he was illegally wiretapped and spied on 
by their version of um, what in our country is the CIA or MI6 in Britain and with their country they are supposed to be forbidden to conduct surveillance on New Zealand citizens or permanent residents in the country yet he, he was bugged and whatnot, and because a lot of these countries where they have like file sharing services and stuff, um, a lot of them aren't based in the United States; they're based in foreign countries due to the different um, legal things and whatnot. And while I am not a person that is an advocate for bootlegging at all, especially as a fellow creative and whatnot, on a few ends, to be hard to just assume that everybody who's using a file sharing service is a bootlegger is foolish on one end. And also, who's to say when something can get restricted? Or if I have a link to something, I have no right to share with my friend and, you know, maybe delete it or whatever. On top of the fact that bootlegging had a citizen sheet music. So for people to not expect to have it in the internet age is dumb. It should be like the story show. I already know there's going to be some law prevention that you got to do, but you also got to have quality content. So even if somebody gets the bootleg, they want to buy the real thing. But anyway, back to this uh, mega upload case. I mean, it seems that, especially because there was a lot of pressure by the United States and um, other countries, including a lot of our um, entertainment rights companies like the um, Motion Picture Association, um, Recording Industry Association of America, so forth and so on, um, a lot of pressure was put on to people to go directly at the big dog of file sharing services, which was Mega Upload. So now we're seeing that a lot of laws have been broken to try to get Kim.com the head of Mega Upload and he, he might get off scot-free and this is because a lot of people even in 2012 just haven't embraced the fact that the internet and all this other stuff is here to stay yeah. and people need to go ahead and, and change their ways and methods of how to make money also how to fairly distribute monies to the artist who are putting out stuff in the first place because let's face it all this stuff isn't going to change that part and one thing that is interesting about um, Kim.com before he got caught up was he was going to put out a service which might still come out called Megabox. And on a real brief summation of that, that was supposed to be a music distribution service where music artists, big and small, could distribute their own music directly through there and get 90% of the profit. So when we're at an age right now where I think we only have maybe two major distributors. Especially since the Universal EMI merger went down. Think about how much of a threat that would be. You only need to have a few major cats who are like, you know what, I already got a fan base. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Megabox and make more money. And not go through like a 360 deal or no other type of crap like that. That that could really decimate the old system. So it's kinda interesting to see how they've been going after this dude. But there's a karma thing going on where He's looking more and more right. Not saying that his business is all clean. People can check out the mega upload um, scenario um, on their own and see that, you know, he's not the cleanest man on earth. But to go full forward on that attack, it seems more personal than legal. No doubt. But um, that's just me. So wanted to give a quick update on that joint. And um, yeah, I think that's about it. I'm going to leave this other story out for now. That's a little more in-depth than I, than I want to get into for this show. Um, a few, like, this really silly, bugged-out stories um, on the map here. Um, first and foremost, 
Um, for all my fans of the National Football League, the NFL, y'all know the season just started a few weeks ago. And all of that stuff. And one of the main um, things that have happened um, in this past week has been the Green Bay Packers-Seattle Seahawks game. And until this um, particular play happened, I didn't know what was going on in that part of the NFL. Basically, the NFL, like a lot of our country, has been having um, conflicts with their unions. Particularly with the NFL, the um, referees. So they had replacement referees while they were trying to work out a deal with the um, NFL's own um, referees. And, you know, I don't necessarily like the term scab referees, but that's a term I think that gets used a lot and whatnot. And these referees had already had little bits of problems here and there. But during the last play of the Seattle Seahawks and um, Green Bay Packers game, um, there's picture and video of it and everything. They had these um, two replacement referees. Um, having to make a call One guy saying it was intercepted One guy saying it's a touchdown And um, it was really nuts Where you even had people on both teams Talking about This is crazy This makes no kind of sense And for people who aren't really the most into sports Like myself Might be like Well that looks crazy and sucks But why would that be a big deal Referees just don't call plays They also have a lot of player safety in their hands And you know when they're making calls And other stuff And things that some people May try to get away with and um, what have you So when they're making some of these calls And people get hit wrong And other type of stuff That could be something that can help somebody avoid a concussion yeah. Or broken bones Or other types of things Especially when we're in the period now Where we're learning more and more About all of these extra injuries that are occurring When people are in these football games And getting hit real hard And all of that type of stuff So it's on a bigger and deeper level And the funny thing about this is that Besides the fact that the play was just a horrible Horrible looking play It took a lot of protest From people To get the regular the referees back on the job They're just back on the job this week In the course of a few days In a way it's kind of weird where you had both Political parties talking about Well you know We gotta support the, the, the unions But it should be for more than just football games I'm just saying but yeah, that, that, that was something I know a lot of our sports fans are like, please go ahead and mention this. And, One thing uh, I wanted to say about it, briefly, is that mm-hmm. I personally felt that the cat from Green Bay was the first to have his hands on the ball, both hands on the ball. Now, when he, now by the time he came down to the ground, that other dude that had his hand up in there, I felt it should have, I personally felt that. Number two, this ain't the first time that a ref has called something different from another ref mm-hmm. in professional sports or football. And during that time or during those times, it wasn't necessarily some faulty ref. And number three, uh, refs in general, particularly sports like that, mm-hmm. you know, games can be made or broken by refs. Very true. And so, um, you know, there was some money riding, some people lost some money, da, da. people get caught up in the mob or group think on certain things, so people like saying things without necessarily maybe even critiquing what happened themselves. I personally felt the dude from the Green Bay should have, it should have either been awarded to him, which is what had happened, or it, um, um, they should have done the play again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, 
I thought, you know, it was, you know, it seems like the, 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 the people's teams who had been losing, those were the people who seemed like who were complaining the most. You know, I heard, you know, um, I thought I heard Tony Dungy say something about, well, you know, if you play good or whatever, whatever, you know, you know, you might not necessarily have to deal with it. I forgot how he phrased it, but, you know, the people who were winning weren't necessarily complaining. So the people who weren't, but, you know, at the end of the day, the people who were supposed to be in there, who were, who were studying and were trained, they're going to be the best to have in there. Let's just hope that when the people are trained in there, they don't have their, their own emotions and their own personal views in there when they are the ones people look for and think that they have it all together. And they're not the ones that are taking bribes just to add calls and do things during playoffs and regular season when that can be, you know, for that. So that's why, all with all those things in mind, which makes me feel that it really didn't matter. Because whether they're on, whether they're, whether there's a halfway breath or the real breath, they both can take, they both can be on the take to the ground. So either way, you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, you know, you know, it's, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's not like it's, it's, it's you know, they got to go through all that to, to learn that. They're not on the field. You know what I'm saying? You know, they didn't have to go through the, the elementary school, middle school, high school football experience. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them maybe they did. Some of them maybe did. But, you know, the, you know, that's not a prerequisite to being, in, uh, you know, to, 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 to doing that, you know. So, but anyway, that's it on me. No doubt, no doubt. And um, definitely thank you for that. Um, I mean, I watched it a few times and in the day. I do agree with your view on it. And how the play should have been, or at the very least, it, it should have been a replay instead of just nonsense. But just go to show how things can go down in the literal wild world of sports. Um, next up, man, this 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 story bugs me out. It does not help out anybody from the stereo from hiding from the stereotype of how some fraternities rock and roll. And uh, with this. Um, the University of Tennessee chapter of Pi Kappa Alpha has been suspended after they had a big um, illegal drinking contest. Now, I'm not really surprised at this. Um, when I went to Rutgers University, I saw plenty of nonsense because I live not too far from the fraternity sorority row um, around my campus. And it's like, yeah, okay, you got rush week, blah, blah, blah. People are getting jacked up on their booze of choice. Um, etc., etc., during um, these parties. That's not the big part of this story that bugged me out. What bugged me out was they said a 20 year old guy ended up in a hospital early Saturday morning with severe alcohol poisoning, and it wasn't through drinking it one way, they drank it through a whole other orifice you would not think of. They had wine squirted up. They wrecked them in the practice known as butt chugging. <laughs> yeah, man, this I've never heard of that. I, I I ain't never heard of this mess in my entire natural born life until I got hit up with this article a whole whole lot. Now I've heard rumors of these various type of things where you know. Depending on your sex, one genitalia area, the other, you can put alcohol there and it goes into your bloodstream quickly or whatever. I guess because the, the, the membranes or what have you. But look here. 
if you are walking into the door of any organization and they're like the way that you can be down with us is here's a hose i'm going to score some alcohol up your ass you need to get the hell away from there that's right period period i i don't i don't care about what your ethnicity is I don't care about your economic background. I don't. I don't care about your sexuality. If somebody's dumb enough to be like, "Here's a bottle of wine and part of a garden hose, and we're gonna put this up, up your ass, and you can put some some booze up in there, and and, and this is part of a ritual." You need to get the hell out of there. That's right. You need to get the hell out of there. And okay. I, also, <laughs> I, I also think that applies to the business arena, the music arena, music business. If there's like some old like you know rituals or blood sacrifice, so I'm just recently getting up on a lot of that information, mm-hmm. and that also is something that's done in these fraternities, sororities. I had mentioned about a month ago, or, or um, uh, certain secret societies or Masonic groups. That there's certain things that go on underneath. So you know, you know, once you do those things, they kind of have something on you. So you can't kind of go beyond those confines. That thing up the butt, that's that's similar to a lot of those things, those groups having to go through homosexual rituals. See, that's based on the, the, the uh, Greek secret societies, and Greek was, was, you know, a predominantly homosexual society, which is, I think, what America wants to go to. And um, so, and, and they, they, they're leaking it bit by bit, you know, bit by bit on individuals or whatever, you know. Or if some of the people who are not partaking of, they all are in an organization that kind of has their allegiance to an organization that is about perversion um, and uh, deception. But, you know, but like she said, though, if, regardless of where you, your knowledge base or where you stand, those type of, those type of things are usually too. Uh, uh, it's usually a certain type of submission they ask of people. Which in and of itself is to the submission of their own soul. And when individuals, we talk about individuals having to do that in their straight one head and the men having to put a tooth in the body. That means the submission of their soul. Step on your soul, step on the God in you. For us. Mm. And to the people who hold allegiance to it. And they, don't, and, and they already done that. Some of them don't even have souls. They want you to step on your soul and be like them. But I don't know. Yeah. Look, you can be as gay as, as sprinkles and rainbows. If somebody's like, here's wine and put it up your ass, you need to be out. You need to be the hell out. Because, I mean, this is the type of thing where you might hear, I don't know about everybody else, but when maybe around like your high school period, you hear about people in other schools maybe doing some, some crazy crap or whatever. By the time you're in college, you're relatively grown. At least in age. And if you got folks talking about it's time to, you know, take a white Zinfandel enema. And, and you say, okay, I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Well, I think it's, it's people know it's wrong, so. Yeah. You know, we can't yeah. see that that's not, no. <laughs> if, 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 <laughs> if, if you don't get that, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> personal evolution and some people have to go through that yeah not all of us had to came up in soulful backgrounds or had a parent or parents that had sense 
Yeah, man, that that was a story that like literally blew my mind when I checked the joint out. And here's another bugged out story. Now, people sometimes they got the urges, they got a partner, they they get freaky outside or whatever, right? Not necessarily the most surprising thing, you know. This this is the provecentral.com here or whatever. You, you know, you got your risk of getting caught out there if you do that or not. Now, this here didn't happen only one partner was a human being when this went down um a 46 year old man ended up getting caught <clears throat> excuse me having um sex outside by um outside jogger um not the craziest story in the world until you found out that this man was um, humping with his pants down and stuff a couch. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> like, this is just knowing those other stories. I, I I just gotta rub my temples at sometimes to be like, what 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 in the hell is is is, is going on in the hey, world? Stories happen all the time because I've read something in um, the little metro paper they have down here in DC. Um, about some dude on the orange line, which is one of the little train lines they have down here. And, um, you know, I think it was, uh, I think he was on the VA side. You know, VA is like a law and order state. And, you know, you, 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 you person of color, you gotta be very careful messing around the VA. Cause they, they like putting people, people of in jail. But anyway, some dude was masturbating on the train. You know, you know, if you're trying to take it there, you know, public trains and of course you know a negro black man on there doing that yeah he got him so those type of things really go on often it's just kind of it's kind of funny for civilized people to kind of hear that you know and this i don't know man i mean i've i've been on public transportation crazy stuff happens on public transportation but if i'm walking down the street and for one thing, it would already bug me out seeing somebody trying to get busy with a couch. I mean, this is a couch on the curb outside. So it's like that that's trash. You know, you're you know, you you you're putting your peen in trash to get off. And then on top of the story with this, you know, this jogger walked by, it's like, yo, what you doing, blah blah blah. They call the cops, whatever. And um with all of this um type of deal this guy ends up running away you know naked from the bottom down to to his crib and he was trying to say that yeah i've been i've been in here the 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 entire time with my wife now i don't even know how you can even tell what's gone down to your wife where they're like why are the cops here knocking on the door well what had happened was i was banging out the love seat outside and, and they interrupted me Sometimes you just gotta go to the bathroom and, and, and do what you do, you know. Do 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 your masturbation at home, please. Something is is your is your home life that bad where you can't dip into the bathroom and do something real quick? You could probably go out where there's like a nasty, grimy, you know, love seat out there and and get your groove on with that. And they were and the bad thing about this story is to me, on top of everything else, is they didn't say dude was drunk. Or high. 
Because with that wall, I would be like, this is crazy. I would have an understanding. But this guy just pretty much is like, hey, here's a band of couch on the curb. And um, I'm I'm at pole position. Let me go. So, yeah. One thing is for sure is that when people hear this, the first thing they should do is not really apply logic to it. Because you're not really going to get nothing from it from that. You know what I'm saying? These individuals do that because they want to. I mean, there's really no rhyme or reason for that. You know what I'm saying? Now, there's something else to that, and I don't know if it's we have the time for, to get into that, really. But, you know, that, that's perversion. And, you know, I don't necessarily, I can't understand this. I'm not, you know, I can't really get too deep into that. You know what I'm saying? It's more like a, a presentation, like, you know, these cats are like so-and-so, so-and-so. But yeah. it, you know, I can't put myself in those shoes. If you're a woman, you shouldn't even. I mean, you you can't. There's not any way you're gonna understand that anyway. But for a dude, it's like you know, I can't put myself in that position because that's not what I would do. You know what I'm saying? So it's like one of those things. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's like the dude being on the su- uh, on the subway. You know, he cockeyed Negro at even cockeyed when on that basketball. You know, like you know, <laughs> he's looking at two or three different. Jokers with each other, you know what I'm saying? That's not you nice, know, but okay. You know, without even moving his head. So, you know, but, you know, it's one of those things. And, you know, it, it, I don't know. I, I can elaborate, but I don't know if it's worth it. You know, and, you know, yeah. just on the, you know, that's, you know, it, 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 it could symbolize in some ways people being more flamboyant about, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, in, in the sense of, um, you know, things just, you know, uh, man getting worse, so to speak. So individuals are, you know, you know, you had Sandusky, so if they're Sandusky, I mean, we're going, we definitely, I guess we should hear about people humping love seats. You know what hmm. I'm saying? You know. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, that, you know, those were just two wild stories that just hit us so much. I was just like, yeah. The more you know, the more sometimes you want to log off the internet because you know too much. <laughs> At the same token, the more it makes you kind of grateful that while you may be dealing with some crazy stuff, you ain't that damn crazy. Well, no. <laughs> and that's that. But yeah, man, Fusebox Radio Broadcast, 21st Century Black Radio for the Masses. Our playlists are not bound by the shackles of payola or any of that. It's just purely what we want to rock and groove to and hope that you rock and groove to, too, whether you get your dance on, head not on, or whatever have you. Continuing the tradition of dope independent radio, of dope black radio. And with our previous commentary, um, one of the things I always like to say is you don't got to necessarily agree or even like everything that we say. We're just two, you know, average black American individuals, you know, speaking our mind and all of that. We hope what we do say sparks thought. And when we do that, we've done our job. And I'm just time for us to get into the other two-thirds of the show and do more of our job by getting the music grooves and tunes to you. This is the syndicated worldwide fuse box radio broadcast. Bringing the good vibes live straight to you. All right. Peace. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I want to say peace, love to all. All right. All right, all right.
my goddamn town No one is fresher, I'm damn into deadly Dead devil doing, cause I am the UN I, Q-U-E, funky, fast, funky, new, give hype You motherfuckers, I'll fight, I do a sword Break it down, sure, anytime A serious, outstanding, never in, never in the bomb Break down your shit, it's heavy you come There's no one who can help with a son I paralyze you, make you realize who Most concerned with my goddamn crew Why this kept Without starting any fucking advice See before you do it, my thing in the blue dry For you to get close enough to my style You have to travel miles and miles and miles To find a special around like mine You gotta look You might even find it in the book when you book Killing the beat with all your might The love of hip-hop strong, baby, I don't wanna be right Wake up, what, what, you losing your head? You woke up on the wrong side of the bed Juvenile facts in the heart, you say you're living large You're the head of an in charge I give it to you raw. I said I give it to you raw. I'm in song, baby. I'm the A song, baby. I'm in song, baby. I'm the A song. I'm in song, baby. I'm the A song. Give it to you raw, baby. The raw. The one and only Amazon is nothing phony about me. Steady of course, so hard to handle whip it like a specialist. I write my own music that will make your dance get drunk or act wild. There's me saying, Hey, hey, I love your style. Whether you're sober, you'll just behold the Casanova. Get chopped with the lawnmower. So get busy as a song perform. On and on, ladies, scream my name, a song. That means God, a song. Girls will mention, repeat it so much, you catch a throw with infection. Yo, I believe the ones who believe.
listening to Fusebox Radio.
listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fuse. Before the move breaks I clear my throat And in doing so clear The hopes of men doing Nothing unique Like it's clean Eat them ask What's beautiful Who would know An ad of two before 
track it actually impacted, leaving a lasting impression. Guessing they don't listen to lyrics no more, and it's a shame. Can't rap a bar, but that lives off the chain. Say nothing bumping their gum sloppily. The when it's begun to sign the things that come properly, they knocking me like I'm a liar with the ring in my mouth. Well, I'm a robber with my finger in your spouse, like trying to devise a way to figure it out. While y'all rap is dwindling now, I'm done. Now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fuse. I was on the run, running through the night from what appeared to be to me some wild skies. It could have been some actors. I did spot a wig, but it could have been some rappers. They did show their splits and their skirts in a battle with a jerk back east. The rattle and the tattle of a dirt black beast. Thieves in the night, the heathenists will fight. Little girls, women, and whites, and hide behind the mic. I fashion with the passion of a slave set free. I crash and then I fashion for them days like these. I'm a fiend for the microphone, playing Rockin'. It's a dream that you're walking on, dreams don't bleed. But men do, didn't ask you what you need. No benefit in manity, I worship none of these. I'm legit with insanity, expandable on these. There's nothing you can take from me. There's a long way. Devastating, devastating, devastating to your ear. Look, vivid 
vicious, sick of syphilis. I'm like Supreme Courts when I sentence my victims in. Jaws rhythm the flow, I slaughtered through seven seas. Then Bermuda triangle my enemies. I spit a perfect storm, watch boats get torn. Cold world bundle up and get warm or get wet when I rain on your porch. Accumulate dough and generate like an electrical force. I'm like a million horses under the hood At the pavilion, importing them goods With some civilian escorts from the hood Concealing money in the bras they should I leave a trail of fire smelling the soot A footprint from a titan, a giant A lion, a tiger, a liger A hybrid, a virus that lifts up your eyelids The climbing, the blind men Always that, y'all don't wanna try him Black little raps and shoulder strap harnesses Careers get tarnished, mics get garnished For wages and stripped of their pens and their pages I laid off lyrical on many stages, new career change, my music in the earbanks, the fat lady sings and she beatbox, beat em up, I'm Pac-Man gobbling fruit, it's time to eat em up, the competition's cold as ice, it's time to heat em up, the flatline these Time to sheet them up, serpent in the rainbow, possessed eyes roll back. My bar speaking tongues while I'm spewing out the cognac. It's Santeria, I transmit you the receiver. I got you drunk off this vocal sangria. And giddy like a and shook when the cadence switch. Like Alan, I got you standing stuck, asking why. I'm leather face, leave you hanging on a meat hook. And got this rappers and I'm banging on their weak hooks. And let them cook till they sizzled and well done. Delivery precise like a scheduled mail run. And lock behind bars like I'm needing a bell bond. The underground phantom of opera. I got you. Crossed in the scope like black ops and copters. And jumping out with the lyrical AK. Black Hawk man down multiple mic spray. With pinpoint accuracy, I point the pen and accurately write it. World riot. Even the law abiding get violent. I shift momentum. I used to carry text with holes in them. And now I carry the ice pick. When I attack, I make you feel like Capri Sun packs. Whoa, find exits. I go from rapper to DJ in five seconds. I can play the 12 and hit him with the single. Nah, I'ma let the 4 5 record. Force feed him, digest it. Hell's Kitchen, pots and pans. I smoke more than a roster man. At will, spark sessions and rock with bands. Mike held in my knockout hand. I swing it through blocks of sand. Elite training, combat. When the squad hop out vans. As the volcano continues to spew its fire and brimstone, Europeans are being told to stay indoors where ash is falling. Microscopic particles of volcanic rock are already coming down and causing concern about respiratory problems. Anybody that has, say, asthma or pneumonia or um, emphysema, a lung disease, it's, it's not healthy to breathe in. But a study of 712 loggers found that while coughing and phlegm problems might more listening to Fuse Box Radio with DJ Fuse.
You are now listening to Fusebox Radio.
This is Milk D. Right now I'm chilling. Checking out the Fuse Box Radio. Bringing you the best of hip hop and soul, news and commentary. What more can I say? The United States and its allies have set the stage for the mother of all blowbacks. A long period of convulsions in the Muslim and Arab world that will ultimately lead to America's expulsion from much of the region. The reason it is so easy to read the handwriting on the wall is that we've been watching the scenario unfold for three decades. Ever since the last years of the Jimmy Carter administration, when the United States, Saudi Arabia and Pakistan spent billions to create a worldwide Muslim jihadi army and unleashed it on the Soviets and their allies in Afghanistan, plunging that country into endless war. When these Muslim warriors turned on the United States, or, depending on your vantage point, when the United States turned on them, we experienced the first blowback. The American public, shocked and traumatized, gave first a Republican and then a Democratic president all the guns and money and extra constitutional powers they demanded to push back against the Muslims, who had not long ago been U.S. allies. The war planners in Washington figured they could live with the way events had turned out. After all, Al-Qaeda and its Salafist brethren were in no position to challenge U.S. dominance in the world, not any place that really counted, and their mere existence provided the U.S. war machine with a purpose in life, an excuse to subvert and wage low-level war against those nations that refused to toe the U.S. line. And then came the so-called Arab Spring, and with it the terrifying prospect that Muslims in North Africa and the Middle East might take control of their own destinies and the oil and natural gas that goes with it. Democracy means death to U.S. imperialism. Research pollsters report that, on average, only 15% of Egyptians, Jordanians, Lebanese, Pakistanis, and Turks have a favorable view of the United States. That's down from 25% in 2009, when Barack Obama came into office. If the Arab and Muslim street came to power, the United States would be run out of that whole section of the planet, and Washington knows it. When Tunisia and Egypt erupted, the United States and Europe played the only cards they had. They brought in massive air power and called out the jihadi dogs of war in an unprovoked attack on Libya. Almost simultaneously, the Euro-Americans and the royal criminals of the Persian Gulf armed and financed a jihadi assault against Syria as Washington and Israel stepped up their low-level war against Iran. As Temple University's professor Tony Montero has pointed out, the whole rationale for the U.S. war on terror is a lie. The facts turned backwards. Washington claims it's engaged in a long twilight war against non-state actors, terrorists, who seek to subvert and overthrow existing governments. In reality, it is the Americans who deploy non-state jihadi actors to overthrow governments that Washington doesn't like. However, in doing so, the West has once again empowered fundamentalist forces that will inevitably turn against Washington, the greatest infidel of all.
Last week's protests are only a small foretaste of what is to come, a blowback of such intensity that the foundations of empire will crack and crumble. For Black Agenda Radio, I'm Glenn Ford. On the web, go to blackagendareport.com. You are now. One, two, three, three. You are now. are now. are now. Tuned in to the Fuse Box Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. You're as good as they say you are. Syndicated worldwide to bring real black radio back to the masses. Listening to Fuse Box Radio with DJ Fusion.
the earth. I tell my paintbrush up in a bucket of words. Ain't nothing interrupting the urge. Might cut your words. Then unguarded love when it hurt. Try to hold it in and my muscles will burst. Do an incredible hope through my shirt. A verse make an old lady jump up in church. Pass a plate around pulling bucks out of purse. Foremost of birds, my hunger and thirst. It's not for no bloodstained paper, but my love to be heard. Breathe what I sold in the herb. Now watch what emerge out of soul that's disturbed. Leaning on the very last nerve of you scary ass herbs. Fake thugs and arrogant nerds. No, you were no homeowner, no grown unsigned chump mud behind on your car loan. You got looking down on me. I got a mirror on the floor, try to find out You all dressed up and got no place to go So play the role, there's no hope for living More like go broke pretending Your whole image is imagined I manage low expectations, high standards Hip-hop is the legacy of the jazz kings Kick rocks, I'm one of the last standing Last thing I do is overstate the obvious Mainstream poppiness, underground sloppiness Dumb down thuggery of hunger consciousness Revolution for sale, reading communists Seinfeld rap, you show about nothing Poetry played, it's all about production Trying to get placements, play like you're famous Ain't adding greatness to nary a playlist Take this, take offense But if it don't apply, let it fly Say amen Posturing imposters. I don't give a damn if you're starving or copping options. Out here grinding or flossing your eye towers. I don't give a shit about your pants and how you rock them. I ain't a bit of a backpack of a conscious. Just want y'all to f out my ear with that nonsense. From the office of Ali and Jake and them. If you feel me, raise your hands. Say amen. You are now listening to Fusebox Radio. Finally mine I won't stay if you won't 
Ladies and gentlemen, you are now witnessing Goosebox Radio.
Nappy Grand is in the building.
right here on the Fuse Box Radio. West wind, blow ye gentle, o'er the souls of yesterday. My sons, proud and noble, here within my heart they Yeah. 
Yo, the nappy grand is in the building.
Happy Grand is in the building.
break the cycle. We can break the chain. We can start all over. The nappy grand is in the building.
right here on the Fuse Box Radio.
Hey yo, the nappy grand is in the building. Right here on the Fuse Box Radio. Forget 
Don't leave me lonely Cold by myself 